Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. We made it back from enemy territory. <laughs> back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? Yeah, last time you heard us, we were, we was in Columbus, Ohio. Home of the Ohio State fuck guys. <laughs> so we made it back safely. <laughs> yeah, we made it safely from that other place. And I will say, I enjoy Columbus. <laughs> if, it, if it just wasn't for that one university, Columbus would be... Pretty cool place, <laughs> right? Right, but it home is home of of that place, and uh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I had a good time, Rodney. But do I see myself going back there and probably being a resident there? No, yeah, couldn't uh, even fathom that that thought in my head. I don't see how people can stay there next to that that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just makes your skin itch every time you think about. It. <laughs> But we made it back safe and sound, which we were anyway. Like Ohio State came bust a grape. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rich Eisen took some pretty nice shots at Ohio State yesterday. Uh, Love Rich Eisen during the uh, NFL Hall of Fame dinner. Uh, so that that was nice to see. Uh, a lot has happened in the world of sports, but we'll we'll get into the whole uh, Brittany Griner situation on a bonus episode. So. Uh, stay tuned for that um it's pretty dead week for music um eminem released curtain call 2 yeah um, like a rehash of all his yeah. uh, hits so yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah, yeah kind of dead couple singles the stand alive single um dj Khaled with uh drake and little baby <sighs> um, yeah i'm sorry yeah i'm not feeling that either yeah, <laughs> i ain't gonna that- front I'm not a huge DJ Cali album person, but he usually puts out uh, better singles th- than this one. So um, hopefully the the album is better than the single. Um, hopefully Nas keeps his streak alive and it's on the DJ Cali album. Uh, right, right. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that too. And usually on the DJ Cali album, also you you get a Jay Z single yeah, too, so or something with the Carters on there. So. Yeah, uh, speaking of the Carters, Beyonce uh, went back and removed uh, Khalees Milkshake uh, sample off of Energy. Mm-hmm. She, she also removed another sample, too, now that I think about it. She removed, like, three different things. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, Beyonce heard your complaints, your cries, whoever, even though I, don't, I think she was well within her right, considering who actually owned the music. Right, ownership being key. <laughs> right, uh, I definitely agree with that. Um, another thing that I thought was controversial, um, she removed like the word "spaz" off of there. When she yeah, which I didn't even know. Like when I saw that was trending, I was like, I'm confused. I had, uh, I don't know, I had no idea. And then everybody else I talked to that's in our age group had no idea that it was a derogatory world whatsoever i feel bad <laughs> like i'm sorry i had to laugh because that's what i thought too 
I feel bad for laughing now because, like, I, I mean, coming up, you would hear that. You would hear yeah. people say that all the time, and I didn't know that. But I, everything now that you say is basically you, you just really have to watch it. So yeah, it it because the only time I ever heard something like that happening is when Michael Jackson did the um, they don't really care about us song, and they wanted him to remove. Uh, what was it, cunt, and a couple other things that he says in it. Mm-hmm. So. Because he's a, uh, he was offending the cunts out there. Yeah, but he. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it's just hilarious because when you <laughs> actually stupid. listen to the song <laughs> and listen to what he's trying to say, he's basically saying they use all this stuff to divide us and right. to, to the world doesn't really care, like. And you know what's crazy too? I done heard much worse from other artists, but and with no backlash. But since it's Beyonce, like all of a sudden you get these people come out the woodwork. I even heard Monica Lewinsky come out about a lyric that she has said like some albums ago, like years ago. Yeah, Monica Lewinsky should be the last person giving somebody moral or characteristics. Yeah, that's about. I was like, what? She like, oh, I love Beyonce. I'm a huge fan, but I think Beyonce said something like, uh, "He Monica Lewinsky on on me or something." And um, I mean, but the whole Monica Lewinsky thing is like a pop culture, especially in our age group phenomenon. Like, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't understand. Like. I, I don't know. Maybe I I'm, I don't know. I don't want to get us in trouble, so I'm not going to yeah, go with I, my, I mean, my whole I thought just, process. Uh, is it worse than J-Lo using the N-word? Like, right. That's, I, that's why I, I don't understand. Like, I I don't know what to think no more about music. Like I said, I heard much worse from other artists. Yeah. But for or, everybody to come at Beyonce, come on, man. Like, I mean, I've heard much worse just watching some of these reality shows. Exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. I just I when, yeah when when I saw that I was totally confused because I ha- I had no idea that it was a derogatory term at all. <laughs> right. I you know when I first heard that word, um, I heard it like I think I heard it from Eminem, and then um, then I heard Nerd come out with it on the song. And they were like Spaz if you want to Spaz. If, it, it was like on the um, Singing Sounds album. Matter yeah. of fact, I know where it went, and. Um, I didn't think like nothing of it, and now all of a sudden you got these people coming out, and you know, yeah, because I, I I remember as a kid hearing people say, you know, you spazzing, bro, like chill out, like yeah. So apparently, I, like people that are spastic, like they don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, so, so yeah, um, but a big up to Beyonce because Beyonce could have said said the hell with it and just left. Which wouldn't have been a problem also. Yeah. I think, like, I think Beyonce is just, like, too nice. Because for her to go back and remove all that shit, she's just being way too nice. Like, for no reason. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't see how. Because I didn't know Beyonce hate was such high. So, I don't. Extremely pers- high, bro. Yeah, I don't personally see and i mean maybe because i'm an honorary member of the beehive <laughs> how you could <laughs> dislike beyonce but i mean people are people listen in this world bro and you already know this shit people are fucking ridiculous people talking about something she she's selling her soul by being on the horse 
all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, I saw, I saw, the, saw that shit. it on social media. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Then is it wrong was something about the Vogue cover she did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, man. I thought we was over the um, whole uh, Illuminati. Uh, no, you got weirdos out there, bro. Because, like, I think Jay Z won uh, the Rick Ross song. What was that? Freemasons or something. Yeah. Um, basically said it back when he was like, you know, you basically saying a black man can't be rich without selling his soul or something or giving his soul to the devil. Like, yeah. and, and what people don't realize is like a lot of times with songs like with Eminem and, and Jay-Z and even I, I, I would say like it's different types of lyrical people like they talk shit and they're just fucking with us. They're playing on our emotions and our, with our yeah. minds when they say certain things. J. Cole made a whole, what was that? Uh, God Born Center, uh, Voluminati. <laughs> yeah, all. like, they're just fucking with you. They're just fucking with you guys and they're trying to get the shock value. Eminem's really not slapping his mom and murdering his mom and raping his mother, okay? These are lyrics, people. Jay-Z is really not in the fucking Illuminati. And then people say, oh, He's selling. He he sacrificed his uh his nephew. I think I seen somebody yeah. else say that stupid. And then, um, Aaliyah was killed by named as as his <laughs> sacrifice. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck are these these people getting this shit? And, from? and I think it just discounts like black people can't basically get rich on their own like right we, we always question what did they do to get money but like we don't question what other F races or ethnicity did to get money like they <laughs> oh they actually worked hard but no him he had to kill his brother to actually <laughs> yeah, this makes no sense and then you know what else used to really piss me off it always used to be that stereotype because i guess you know in the black community one of the most feared things and i would say this in the black community is homosexuality yeah because like once you find out that when they, once that person finds out like mo nine times out of ten the family's gonna shun them or treat them differently so they would use that as like the main thing like oh he must be homosexual if he's rich like oh he sold his body and his soul and all which and I don't it's a know. lot of what I've, about the I've homosexual seen... guys that's fucking that's that have no money like what are they doing wrong yeah. <laughs> And I always just thought it was hypocritical, uh, oh, and I never understood, especially black people that grew up in the church, why they're so homophobic, uh, because right. most of the choir directors I saw growing up in the church, you didn't really have to question whether they were <laughs> yeah, You really didn't. You really didn't. And, like, I mean, I just, I never, I never got, like, that whole thing, like, coming up and how everybody used to kind of ignore the fact that certain shit was going on i love how now like everything is like a focal point to you know a, a, a extent because of course like with beyonce and all that stuff it's just the the shit that just doesn't make any sense but i like how everything is a focal point to like you can see the shit and it's obvious i remember back then if you've seen a domestic violence issue going on, people will turn the other cheek if it's your brother and everything. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm not saying shit about it, even though it's happening. It's not know? my place. It's not my place. Now motherfuckers will say something like, hey, come on, bro. Like, get your shit together. If you see somebody making a bad move, everybody, like, it's it's up to us to say something. It's a community. Mm -hmm. So I like that right now. Like, I like that movement. Don't go silent on shit. Like, say how you feel. Say what you think. Like, I love that movement. 
And leave fucking Beyonce alone. Like, she the queen, damn it. Like, motherfuckers, this is, this is I give her the LeBron James theory when I say this. When they're gone, you're going to be looking fucking stupid and you would have wished that you would have enjoyed them while they were here. Just like Michael Jordan. Enjoy them while they're here. Just like with Kobe. Had a lot of Kobe haters. Now he's gone. Everybody, oh, and they come out the woodworks. Oh, Kobe, Kobe. No, you weren't fans of him. You hated him. Mm-hmm. Now he's gone. Now you see how much he meant to the game and you never paid attention to the words that he spoke. Same thing with Nipsey. Same thing with some of these other young artists that we lost too. Respect them while they're here. Especially Beyonce. Especially Beyonce because she did, means a lot to our culture. I'm sorry. I, I no, that's... Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I just... I don't know. I was I was taken aback a, a by all the Beyonce hate this week by far. I, I, I didn't know. I, I thought, you know... She was America's darling. <laughs> I I did too, and that's what and that's the thing. Like I, I did too. I thought like I thought she had broken through a barrier where all around like she's a cultural icon. So I thought that she broke many barriers and that everybody respected her on the same level. But apparently not. Apparently, yeah. We, so we got I, on blinders. Yeah, that that was shocking to me. I, I learned a lot about. Um, how how people feel about her? Uh, I didn't. I, hell, I feel like it's damn near the Democrats and Republicans at this point. The <laughs> beehive, <laughs> the Don Beehive. <laughs> yeah, and like I was kind of surprised with Khalees too because I swear I done heard like some Khalees snippets like in certain songs from certain artists, and she never said shit. But as soon as she heard Beyonce, that's and what she spoke I don't, up. Yeah, and I, I really don't think Beyonce, I mean, did anything to Khalees with ill intent. I think Khalees' issue should not be with Beyonce at all. It should be uh, with, for real, in, in Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, about her contract situation, her not owning her master, what have you. Um, I do know when Khalees was married to Nah, like Beyonce and Jay-Z, they double dated all the time. So I don't know what happens um, in their relationship, friendship, what have you, since the um, Nah divorce. But it just seemed like her issue shouldn't, shouldn't have been with Beyonce because I feel like Beyonce as an artist, if for real and Chad, the Neptunes own the actual song, mm. you have fulfilled your obligation um, by getting permission from them to use the sample. I mean, if you and Khalees are friends, maybe it's appropriate to say, hey, I'm using this sample just to give you a heads up. But if y'all ain't friends no more, I don't really think you are a damn thing. I mean... And- and I come from this. I come from this uh, thought process right here, Rodney. Isn't that like the highest praise ever? And shows that a person is a is a fan of your music when they do get a sample. That means that they were listening to you possibly, and they were like, "I want something like, I want something with this sound, or similar to this sound." And when she got it, didn't isn't that like showing praise to Khalid? Yeah, like that I, she's a fan. And then I also feel like if. 
if you have this issue, um, because somebody I saw on social media had posted that it's deeper than just the Khalees and Beyonce. This shows how black women are treated in the music business, which is, I'm not disagreeing that black women probably have a bunch of bold contracts. TLC come to mind. Um, other artists have spoken about uh, their contract situation. My suggestion is, and I mean, Ludacris on, uh, I can't think of the the album title, but I'm, but I remember the song. It's like I'm a, uh, where he talked. God, what is the name of the album that came out after Release Therapy? Mm-hmm. It was Release Therapy. Where he talked about, you know, what he did going into the music business with an attorney, what owning his publishing like I understand that you got this bold contract that you felt that you got screwed but you have made some money now some sit down hire an attorney see if it's in a way um, to to get you out of that deal um, no I Rodney I agree with you and and that's the thing too that a lot of artists they jump at money so quickly. I just heard something that just blew my mind with um with Mace signing uh Fabio Foreign. He signed him for five thousand dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. He signed this man for five thousand dollars and still under uh a so many album contract. Now this man um blew up, so all the money that he makes off his album since he did sign with another label, most of that money goes to Mace. Mm-hmm. And he only signed this man for five thousand dollars. So it's not only that I don't think yeah, no young I, lady I, signed for five thousand dollars. That's got to be the stupidest contract I ever heard and, in my life. And I just, I just think, like you said, as not knowing like the business, like artists are like, oh, this, I got this deal, like I'm paid now, and then we don't. And like one of the things like my my dad taught me early on is. If it's a contract or something that involves money, don't sit down <laughs> and sign shit without some type of representation, without Man. reading the fine print. Because the fine print will kill you all the time. Exactly. And, like, I, I think a lot of the artists, too, I think a lot of artists, because I, I was going to say, you know, female artists do get bad contracts. But when I learned about that man signing for $5,000, I was like, that's the most or, fucking ludicrous. Yeah, or Snoop, you know, one of leaving death row not being able to take the Snoop Doggy Dog name. Yeah, he didn't take none of the shit. Or when LL Cool J was trying to get out of death jail, I mean, he couldn't leave because they owned LL Cool J and a couple other. And Prince going by a symbol, if you remember yeah. that one. Yeah, it's just, you got to read the fine print. But at the same time, I think a lot of artists, when they're up and coming, they probably don't think that they'll be as big as they are now. Yeah, that and they're like, I worked this hard. This is my way to get me and my family out the hood. Like, who cares? And then, like, I remember, I think it was Rick Ross and uh, Gunner when they was on um, the shop uninterrupted. Like, Rick Ross talked about, you know, being a contract killer. I'm going to outperform this contract so when the next one come up, like it's on my terms, right? But I I do, and it's funny because when I'm talking to younger people today, I say Ludacris is one of the smartest people in the music business, and they look at me crazy. But I'm like the brother understood enough at a young age to go to the contract negotiation with a lawyer, and he already had a list of demands. Like you want to sign me, this is what it's gonna take. Right, right. That's true, and people fail to realize too that 
that Ludacris did kind of already have like a yeah because he was a DJ yeah he was a DJ so he had that viewpoint of the game but it's nothing for artists the biggest thing is a man and and a grown man and a grown woman is to go ask for advice and I think a lot of people are scared to ask for advice because they feel like they already should have everything you know down and have the game sold but up it, I mean to me. I'm not an attorney. I don't know what's all in this contract. Uh, I don't know non-competes and, and disclosure and, you know, royalties and how that works. So right. let me find find somebody, an attorney, that specializes in it. Just, I, I mean, it might be the best $1,000, $2,500 that you ever spend just to have them look at this piece of paper so when you do blow up, you do become famous. You're in a position of Khalees where you've had this mega hit where you can make sure that, you know, you still get to eat off of it years later. Like, I right. feel like every artist needs, like, that Bobby Bonita <laughs> <laughs> yeah. contract where you still right. eating years after you done had your last hit. You're right about that, right? Rodney done just preached to the damn choir, boy. When I tell you. That Rodney is is one hundred percent correct. You need to have that foundation set so that way your kids will be eating and everybody else. And uh, you just yeah. got to make sure you pay attention. Yeah, because I believe it was either Illmatic or Stillmatic, or it could have been both. Where Nas put his daughter Destiny Jones down as executive producer, that way she's always getting royalties uh, from the album. One of the smartest moves in hip hop. Whenever I whenever I see that pop up on my timeline, and a lot of people always remind us of that classic move by Nas, that's how you know that man is a legend right there. Just his whole thought process and mind frame has always been futuristic. Shout out to Nas for that one. Yeah. So, and I I feel because like I remember I think I was in like eighth or ninth grade when the whole TLC contract thing came up, and you found out they was only getting forty two cents per album sale. Oh, man. And you like 42 cents split three ways. Like, that like broke my heart. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, and you know, it's crazy. Like, back then, actually, that was like the norm for contracts. Yeah. Not because I remember when 50 Cent Scientist, um, Shady Aftermath deal, he talking about he got a 50, what is it, a million dollar signing bonus. Mm -hmm. And I remember because I got the, and I still got it somewhere where, when you bought this album, you got the album, and then you got the bonus DVD. But he talked about on the DVD how he signed. He had this million-dollar signing bonus. He was like, okay, I'm paid. But he was like, when I got done, when I finished the album, I had 50000 of that million dollars left because all the people, the A&Rs, I had to pay studio time. I had to pay. He was like, you know, I didn't think about that shit. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm just happy to get this million dollars. Right, and that was actually at that particular time too. That was actually one of the uh, the bigger signing uh, yeah. contracts was that million dollars, and um, I guess a lot of people don't realize that a lot of artists make their money off of tours. Mm -hmm. So that's the main source of income, and I'm not sure how much uh, they were asking for back then for tours, but now like it's it done got ridiculous. Yeah. Like <laughs> everybody going on tour making money. Which, I mean, if, especially if you're in a bold contract, the tour might be the only way you really seeing some type of money. But even with the tours, you got to be careful because, like, I think of a logic on, like, uh, the Netflix documentary, uh, 
rapture where he was talking about you know he was getting ready to go on tour so he was um, rehearsing he was like it cost me one hundred thirty thousand dollars a day just for this rehearsal because i got all these people what the hell type of tour was he well he had like an orchestra and like a background choir so he was like you know i gotta pay all these people yeah so that's doing too much yeah i think it's just being wise and then even because even with the fucking nba players and major league baseball players you like when it's at 40 over 40 percent go broke within the first four years after they leave yeah it's just yeah the entourages and like having and doing too much because uh i remember kurt franklin remember kurt franklin and god's property had all that whole choir and everything MC Hammer is famous also for having all those background dancers. And then I mean, all- Brad, Brad Fox trying to take care of all his friends, and then he had a drug habit. Yeah, like, I think the best thing is an artist. I, I love Logic, but, I mean, come on, man. Like, you got to make sure that you... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just been you and a couple of homies, a couple background singers. Then, after you blow up and do your thing, then you can do that. But that's a lot, man. That is a lot. And then as an artist, you don't know how how long you're going to be hot. You could be hot for five years, a year, 20, 30. You know, you don't know when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy because, like, that you mentioned that because, like I said, a lot of people try to James Brown logic. He does <laughs> where he, oh, I'm going to retire and then come back and. If you can't maintain being hot and then you got all these people with you, like you're gonna go, you're crashing in flames. Yeah, you, like you're you gonna. Just, just, so, I don't, in like, even my professional athletes, like people, because I, I, I wanna say it might have been, I, Andre Iguodala was talking about it in his book, that people don't realize that when you sign a professional contract, that you pay taxes in every city that you play in. So you like, I just signed for $20 million, but that $20 million, 10% off top go to your agent, if not more. Right. Then you paying taxes in every city that you play in. Then you got cities like of Detroit that charge a jock tax, which I didn't even know till I read um, Darren McCarty book, and he talked about how he went broke, where they tax professional athletes basically another tax mm-hmm. so i mean 20 million and <laughs> yeah it's not it's not really much but with that tax i mean it's so much that comes included with that because when you're a professional athlete of course you get a little bit more uh a little bit more catering and uh yeah. and things of that nature of five, course like you, five star hotel stays right <laughs> and you're able to kind of like impede traffic for like games and like other stuff too so of course, you got to line everybody's pockets. So that's part of the jock tax, too. That wasn't my first time um, hearing about the jock tax. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that, that comes along with it. But, I mean, being a professional athlete is, like, taxing in general, unless you like, on, like, one of the, the D-League teams or something of that nature. But when your name's in the spotlight, man, extra security, all types of stuff comes with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's um – I don't know. It's, I guess that be the end of our TED talk for this. <laughs> thank, thank you for doing it. We had to like, learn y'all something. <laughs> to our TED talk. Today. Right. We had to learn y'all something. But so, Oh, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Right, go ahead. No, but 
without further ado, Rodney's gonna. I was gonna say Rodney's gonna dive into the next topic here. So, that, so yeah. it's August. The dog days of summer definitely upon us. Oh, man, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got, know what that means. <laughs> yeah. The the kids. The the back to school stuff is out. The back to school commercials is on. Up and oh, running. Full force. Yeah. <laughs> the uniforms is out for those that got to wear uniforms. So I've been binge watching a, a lot of TV because, um, oh, hell, I'm trying to mentally prepare myself to go back to work at this point. <laughs> so it got me thinking our top five shows. Um, to for people to watch if they haven't already t- tuned in to these show that that they should watch. I mean, with all these the streaming apps, you got Paramount, Hulu, Apple TV Plus, Peacock, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Tubi, <laughs> and it just keeps going. You know, they keep adding shit every A&E time. A and E Plus, Discovery right. Plus, HBO, AMC Plus, uh, Shutter, uh, <laughs> BET Plus. You just said that. I all mean, uh, what is it? All the all black. <laughs> yeah, black. The, and I'm like, I got the praise, the praise network. I got like, BET Plus. They got the same thing, and they like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I was like, what the hell? So. It's confusing, but yeah. we're going to help you with our five favorite shows, and we're going to tell you where you can watch those yeah. shows. So, um, of course, Rodney, he's going to start it off, and he's yeah. going to give us his uh, favorite show. So, no particular order either. Yeah. Okay. So, one of the ones I'm going to, I'm going to go to um, Old Faithful Netflix, um, the 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 bastard that started all these streaming <laughs> services um a black comedy show i know we both have watched this show uh, starring um ken fields mike epps oh yeah the upshaws season first season's out second season the first part of the second season is out because there's only eight episodes um, so, eight more is supposed to be dropping. Netflix has not said when. But if you haven't watched the Upshaws, Black Family Comedy, Mike Epps is hilarious as usual. Ken feels to be old is still cute and sexy and funny. And last but not least, my favorite part of the show is motherfucking Wanda Sykes. And she is, she is damn hilarious. good and hilarious. She is there. hilarious, man. <laughs> No man, that that is a damn good show too, and and uh, also uh, even the people that that uh, come in along the side. Uh, yeah. Um, which one is the uh, damn? I forgot the the dude that plays uh, that plays the uh, release felon on there. Oh, um, what is his name? He's I follow him too. I feel bad, and he's from Detroit too. Yeah, that's how I from feel. De- I feel really bad now. now. I'm trying to think of what other. <laughs> He been in so many movies. Mm-hmm. He plays Duck. Yeah, yeah. He got. I'm about to look it up now. Just, just, just look him up. And he gonna be like, "What the fuck y'all doing?" Oh, mm-hmm. Paige Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that my bad. I there you go right there. It's Paige Kennedy. But no, he's hilarious in there too, man. And like the the show is really good. Yeah, I, I love that show. That's a hell of a pick right there. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm mad at And you. it's only 30 minute episode, so if you if you can't sit down for like an hour at a time, um 30 30 minutes it's pretty pretty damn good get you in and out. Yeah, and definitely check that show out too. We got to show some support cuz I was upset that they canceled Jamie Foxx's show and yeah, I thought they were going to um, cancel this one too. Because Netflix will do it. They'll cut your ass off so quick. Yeah, Netflix will do it out of nowhere. Like, y'all Google, like, show has been canceled. He's like, damn. Like, <laughs> Resident Evil just came out and it's going. Here today, going tomorrow. What Jay-Z said, grand opening, grand, <laughs> grand closing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my show, um, and I've been trying to tell Rodney to watch this show, and I think it's, like, one of the best shows. This show is on Paramount+. Plus. And it's evil. Uh, yeah, I knew that about this. Yeah, you know, but if you have if you haven't watched, okay, so the first season, the first season was on CBS. So, yeah, it's a show. It's one of the shows they moved from CBS to Paramount Plus, right? Right to help with streaming and help with uh, you know, basically to try to, you know, yeah. force people to kind of come over. And if you were a fan of that show, they like, damn, I got to follow it. So right now they're on season four, and it's I mean, it's one of the better shows so, like on so CBS streaming. Give give the people the 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 premise. Um, it's evil, so it's horror kind of drama. So it's horror. You know what? So I did say season four. I apologize. They're on season three right now. It's it like was a, a Walking Dead type thing. Not a Walking Dead type thing. It's kind of like demonic. It's like a demonic, uh, devilish drama. Sorry for my church folks out there. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. So it, it feeds more into the part of like temptation and greed, uh, um, just basically like all the the sins. So it kind of like plays into it, and then like the devil comes in, and, and the, the devil plays a lot of cameo appearances in this. Um, it's really good. Um, the stars of the show. Uh, let me see here. I feel bad because, like, I should be able to tell you. All right, so Michael Coulter plays David. Um, Doctor Christine. Doctor Christine is played by uh, Kaja uh, Herbers. Don't give. Me, don't let me. I'm chopping these names up. Okay, but anyway. So. It's a good show. Check it out. As part of my homework, I'll um, go and watch the first couple of episodes. And I'll come back and tell you guys what I think of um, Evil because Tommy has been plugging this show for I've been plugging the damn near a year now. So <laughs> I've been plugging the hell out of this show. And um, it's really good, man. It's a really good show. If you need to borrow my Paramount Plus to watch it, please, <laughs> sir. You have to watch the show. So... Okay, so um, Gabe, you want from Netflix? I'm gonna go to the um, second uh, streaming act that that kept kept this thing rolling. Hulu, a show that me me and him have both watched, and we talked about this before on the show. Um, just got picked up for season two. Mm-hmm. The Bear. Ah, oh, man, really good show. Really, really good show. Um, really good. Um, you basically have a chef coming back from New York where he was, I guess, pretty much world-renowned um, to Chicago to run his 
uh, family restaurant after his brother committed suicide. And really, first show I ever seen that really went into like we like his shows around hospitals and police departments and schools and uh, basically saying this one is the first one I've seen that focuses on the dynamics in in a kitchen. Uh, yeah. And that's what and when that when that first happened, it just reminded me of like um just like uh it reminded me of like Hell's Kitchen or something, one of those shows. Yeah. But with great acting. Yeah. So like it, it showed like it was right, it felt real. That's why I think I fell in love with the bear. It felt real. Um as someone that worked in the kitchen for a few years out of my life, it definitely felt real. I, I got PTSD, so <laughs> They was yelling on there. I thought I was being yelled at again. So, yeah, definitely yeah. <laughs> felt real. Yeah, it was, a, it was a show where, like, I've, it's one of the few shows because I'm like, I can binge a show, but, like, I have to, like, take a break. But that was the show, like, I finished pretty much the day I started. So <laughs> Right, yeah. It took me one day, and I was like, I'm done. Matter of fact, I, I watched it in one day. Shit, actually half for like a day. And then I went back and watched a couple of episodes because I'm like, did I miss something here? Yeah. In case of a few things that I did miss. And yeah, so it's, and it's another like 30 minutes, 35 minutes per episode show. So not too long per episode. If you got time for strength, it's another uh, one that you could, could watch in a short period of time too. So yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to stick with Hulu. And I know this show has been on for some seasons. Me and Ronnie just talked about it. Um, I'm just basically been watching this show for over the past four days. <laughs> and uh, I told Rodney, I was like, why, you know, why did I never, why has anyone never told me? Yeah, this is one of my me, my wife and I favorite shows. Too. Yeah, 911 on Fox. Mm-hmm. Like, Starring the amazing, beautiful Angela Bassett. Yes. Still, still looking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think she's supposed to play like a 40-year-old in this or something, but she's yeah. all young yeah, and spry. She's, like she's 63 running. Yeah, in real like, life, the, and you're like, how the fuck is she still able to Yeah, do? like, how the hell is she 63, and she's doing like full-on action scenes and kicking ass, and man, this show is really good. You Definitely check it out. It's, you can stream it on Hulu or on Fox. Yeah, uh, streaming app, dope um, show. Yep, got it. So dope, it's got a spinoff. So nine one one, Angela Bassett is what police officer, like a sergeant. So if yeah. following her, and then also follows um, the, the L.A. fire station, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and she's a field sergeant, and yeah, it basically she's in the same district as this uh, fire department. This fire department. And they work hand in hand, like on some crazy shit going down in the city, man. When I tell you they're battling like fucking uh, earthquakes and all types of yeah. shit on there, it's, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> like floods, fucking typhoons, all types of oil shit. shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like this shit is crazy, and it's raw too. Um, it's uh, some of the episodes. And like people actually legit die on there, which is crazy to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, not one of them shows where you know, like at the end of it, everybody can make it. No, well, some people are not. Yeah, some people are not. 
And now it's, it's got me like nine one one. How can I, you know, what's your emergency? Like, yeah, because that's the other dynamic too. It actually brings you into the nine one one call center and shows you stuff that they're dealing with, like that I didn't even fathom before I watched the show. And then I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Like, yeah, taking you to that nine one one call center and like, I think some of the um, some of the show uh. Some of the show they had to get like some of the calls and like some of the things that happen from like real life events because it feel like a lot of those could be real life yeah. events. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna mosey on over to Amazon Prime. Okay. Um. And I'm actually gonna give you two shows because they count as one in my book. Um. Bosch. Oh. And then Bosch Legacy, which is this the spinoff. So um, Bosch is from the Michael Conley books of the same <laughs> series, uh, but it basically follows a LAPD um, police detective um, on homicide cases. And each season is so it's not like your NYPD Blue or your Blue Bluff, where like every episode they're dealing with like a new case or a new issue. This one follows pretty much the same um, case from the start of the season to it doesn't get resolved to the um, end of the season. And some of the issues between the characters c- carry over um, to the following seasons. And so um, Boss was on Prime for seven seasons. Um, it was categorized as one of the streaming shows that people should watch that aren't watching and then actually just got a spinoff on what is it freebie the amazon free app or whatever um boss legacy which now follows his what he's doing as a private eye as he's left the la police department so oh wow and you know what's crazy i tried to dive into bosch but i'm actually one of those people that haven't been watching so i watched like one or two episodes and then I didn't follow up. So I'm that's going to be my homework. <laughs> now I have to watch this show. So I got you with Evil mm-hmm. and you got me with Bosch. So I'm definitely going to watch it. Especially in the way that you seem animated and you're talking about it and you lit up about it. You're not the first person to tell me that this show is amazing. Yeah, it's so good that I actually started reading the, the book series uh, on Bosch. Damn, now that's, that, that's really legit. Now I I gotta I gotta yeah watch it's like it twenty two books I'm eight books in so now usually this is the way I look at it if it's a book written about it that means that it has to be like when they bring it to life and put it on screen that means that it actually had to be really good yeah that's just my opinion yeah so this is a little bit different here um, I fell in love with this show now I fell in love with this show. Before I watched the uh, where the, the show origin from or where the character's origin comes from, um, the show that I'm going to refer to right now, and I just put it out there. I'm not going to even give you a whole segue. <laughs> it's Better Call Saul. So <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up because I started watching better call saw before i watched breaking bad so we're me in the too same so we're in the same boat yeah that's why i was like i started watching that before i started watching breaking bad but this show is so fucking good yeah i actually have to um finish the this this final season yeah it's and 
every time I think like the season's going to end or maybe they're not going to bring it back, they wind up bringing it back. And it's something that just, it feel like the show can just never go off the air. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. Maybe maybe this is the final season. Yeah, I think it is. And if you're unfamiliar with it, it's an AMC show, I want to say. Yeah, it's an AMC show, so you can catch it on. Well, Netflix has like all the seasons. Yeah, up until the current season. So if, if nothing else. Uh, and you can catch the current season on AMC+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I have. I have AMC+. Plus. And if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, this is the basically the prequel of uh, <laughs> Breaking Bad. So yeah, and Saul Goodman is, of course, he's the um, a- attorney. Or yeah, he's an attorney along with it. Well, when you yeah. first dive into the show, it's him and his brother. Yeah, who have the uh, rare condition where he's afraid to leave the house. Basically, yeah. He um, what I forgot what well, phobia yeah, I, that I is. I forgot what it was. Yeah, I forgot what phobia that is. But he's scared to leave the house. Um, so and yeah, and his like saw so have to go over there and put like aluminum foil and stuff around the house. Yeah, he thinks like aliens are gonna yeah, get him and all types of stuff. Like it's just real crazy. But um, other than that. People would consider this a crime drama <laughs> yeah, or a legal drama. Yeah, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about how <laughs> in those first couple of seasons where he goes, when Saw goes to his brother's house, he has to leave his phone in the mailbox. Yeah, he got to put the phone He's in the mailbox. He's scared of the radiation that the phone generates. <laughs> yeah, like some crazy shit. Like he thinks like aliens are listening to him or the government and all types of stuff. But um, yeah, some people think of it as a black comedy. Um. Yeah. I when I when I see black, you know, dark like a yeah, dark comedy, it's, it's definitely a dark comedy. Yeah, that's what I look at as a dark comedy. A but then dra- people say, "Oh, this is a dry drama." Humor. Yeah, they like, "Oh, it's a drama, like legal drama, crime drama." And I'm like, "It's all those in one." Yeah. And it's like action too, because like you got a bunch of other people. Like it's so many different people that just come into this uh this show, and the cast is freaking amazing. Um, I like saw um. Jonathan Banks, he plays uh he plays Mike. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite characters on the show. Um Yeah, that that I think Mike is my favorite character on the show, but yeah, you definitely definitely check that show out. Yeah, definitely co sign that pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite character, man. Mike so I'm gonna stay in the Michael Conley book uh, realm right now. Uh-huh. This one was a movie um, that Netflix has created a TV show out of, too, uh, based on the same book as the movie The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, um, for- if you haven't checked out The I Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix, um, it's amazing. Um, so much so, we talking about earlier how Netflix would cancel shit out the blue even after it just premiered. Um, the Lincoln Lawyer was picked up for season two. Um, well, basically four days after it premiered on Netflix. Um, it's, ten, it's 10 episodes. Each episode is like 45 minutes, so a little bit longer, but it's only 10. Um, it's fucking amazing, though, especially him riding around because he prefers to ride around in the back of his Lincoln, helps him think as he's going through a case. But season, this first season basically starts off, an t- attorney gets killed, mm-hmm. uh, and then 
Michael, uh, who hasn't practiced law in a year because he got addicted to painkiller, um, is requested by the attorney that got killed if something were to happen to him. Uh, he basically picks all his cases up. And when it's a very high-profile case um, that they follow for the whole season, basically this tech giant is accused of killing his wife and his mistress and you get to try to figure out if he did it or who did it. So, yeah, and if and like Rodney had just mentioned it too, um, it spawned from the original movie with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, definitely go check that one out first, and that'll really draw you in. And then go get the show a watch too. That'll really that'll help you draw you in because the movie with Matthew McConaughey was amazing. Mm. So yeah, definitely check that out. Um. All right, so I'm going to go along with my next one because, of course, we um, we almost around that time. So I'm going to move a little bit fast. My next show, we're going to go back to uh, – we're going to go to Shutter this time or AMC Plus if you have that also for streaming. It's going to be Creep Show. Of course, I'm a horror movie person. Um, Creep Show season three. like Donna the Dead me strip club or something. <laughs> Well, it's based off the uh, the old creep show uh, tales, sort of like tales from the dark side, some of that nature, or um, like some of the Alfred Hitchcock things. Um, it's along with that theme. So you every season you get twelve horrifying, uh, terrifying tales of horror, and um, it's actually pretty dope. <laughs> so yeah, right now they're on season three. Uh, actually, season three is done. And season four is coming. So okay. yeah, got renewed, and the tales are hilarious. Um, you'll see Big Boy on there, uh, Kid Cudi. Um, it's it's a whole bunch of like art. It's different actors and actresses and different artists, hip hop artists. Like every time, every episode features somebody different. So it's actually pretty dope. Okay, I'll have to add that to my list of shows <laughs> to sh- check out. Um, my final show I'm gonna talk about is one I know that we both enjoy. Um, season two is about to drop on BET Plus on August the 11th, I believe. Um, the Miss Pat show. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Um, it's like the Upshaws. It is another black family um, comedy. Um, they moved from, what is it, Atlanta to Indianapolis. That's one hell of a move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's hilarious. It's very raw. She's a very uh, um, t- Tammy Rowland. Uh, from Basketball Wives is placed the sister on it. Um, just a great cast and just it's just it's a fucking just a good time. I know it's I love the raw energy of that yeah. show. And like of course she's gonna say some things that just just fly out her mouth that'll fucking blow your mind, but it's Miss Pat. That's what makes the the show like a hit because it's genuine. Yeah. So yeah, I love that show, man. That's a hell of a big right. Yeah, definitely give me the Miss Pat show over a lot of shows. Um, and yeah, I'm going to stick with the uh, the BET Plus uh, theme. And I'm going to go with a comedy series that, like, the acting is kind of spotty. But oh, I already know what you're going You know with. what I'm going to go with? Because for some reason, I'm hooked on this show. And it's only in, like, three different settings. It's a Tyler Perry classic. Does it have... Is it a spinoff from another Tyler Perry? Yes, stuff? it is. Yeah. But it's like the most lowest budget ever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a drama, a comedy, a comedy drama. I don't know what it is. It's more like a comedy to me. 
Yeah. But I'm definitely going with bruh. Yeah, I, I knew you were going there. <laughs> no, I'm going with bruh. Um, season three just is... It's on season three, right? Yeah, but like each episode is like what? 21 minutes? Yeah, like 21 minutes. So, yeah, you definitely can watch that on BET Plus and it won't even balk you down. Like, it won't yeah, overwhelm the, the, you. The acting is, yeah, like he said, it's not the best, but it, yeah, it's, it's something where you like... Um, I gotta keep watching this because <laughs> yeah. you want to know what the hell is gonna happen, and uh, yeah, it's it's just yeah, one of those I, type of I, shows. I agree. It's acting not bad, but it's one of them shows where you like, yeah, I need to know what's gonna happen. Um, if you like the BT show Sisters, this is like the the male version of that kind of, but it's more of a comedy where I can say Sisters is more of a, a drama, right? And like, and the mom is fucking hilarious on that's what number. i was about to say too i think we was just thinking the same thing the mom carries the show because she's so fucking funny man yeah. like oh my god she's like over the top funny she'll keep you engaged in the show it feel like you live in like she's like a medea type yeah so <laughs> and he's right it's only about four or five different filming locations so the doctor's office their apartments and in the the store basically man uh, i think her name is like uh uh chandra young is the she plays the mother yeah hilarious okay. man okay before we get out of here i'll give um, a few honorable mentions um queen of the south on netflix if you didn't catch it when it was on usa um all the seasons about the female cartel pin it's on netflix one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, that's a good one to check out, too. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. Um, man, that is a, that's a really, really good one. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, I got a new show that I've been watching. It just got renewed also. Um, it's on AMC+. Plus. It's called Firebite. Um, basically about <sighs> vampires. AMC+. <laughs> It's basically about like vampire kings and stuff too. Like it's a lot of crazy shit going on. You gotta watch it. Super gory. Super gory. Um Last Chance You. Um Oh. Footballer, basketball, if you're in the sports, it's really, really good. Um hopefully soon we'll get last chance you basketball season two. They're returning to um East Los Angeles Community College, so really looking forward to that. Yeah, my next one. All right, now I was kind of devastated about that. I and I I definitely got to check out uh, Last Ch- Last Chance You again, like the the newer episodes. Um, I was kind of devastated about this one. We just lost a a, a young uh, a young comedy legend in uh, Jack Knight, but um, the bus down. Which is on Peacock. Yeah, I was wondering. Man, now that show might be in hiatus um, because it did lose one of the stars of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it has Sam J in there. It has uh, Langston uh, Kerman. It's 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 got a lot of people in there. Chris Red is in there. Freddie Gibbs plays uh plays the manager of the uh, casino. Um, show is really really funny man i know for sure would have got picked up for a second season lauren michaels is the producer of the show um but damn man we lost jack knight and i think this show might be done 
Yeah, so um, I agree. I started watching it uh, based on Tommy's recommendation. <laughs> that shit's funny. Um, I can't believe he got touched by the. <laughs> yeah, so, go watch that shit. That shit's funny. It's like mindless comedy. Um, real quick, HBO Max. I'll give you um, a couple shows from HBO Max: um, Secession, White Locust. Oh yeah, uh, White Locust. What is it? The staircase. Up. I'm not sure. Oh, and the flight attendant. Oh, great flight shows. attendant is good too. Oh, uh, came out of nowhere. Works. Came out of nowhere on that one. Um, I guess I can do a rundown real quick. Uh, Peacock TV with some of the uh, the shows. Yeah, I like he's big on Peacock. I I watch Peacock to watch King of Queens. Actually, the whole <laughs> King of Queens episodes. Um, Bel Air. Yeah, well, I know, definitely. I, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> That's I thought he was gonna mention it. That's why I, I didn't mention it. But since he didn't mention it, um, definitely Bel Air. Um, also, killing it. Um, killing it is hilarious too. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Some of the shows like our yeah, I do watch King of King uh, King of Queens. Everybody loves Raymond. All that stuff on there. Um, oh, uh, let me give you give if you you're a Battlestar Amazon. Galactica fan. They got new episodes of that. Yeah. Uh, let me give you this Amazon Prime um, show. I thought Tommy was going to mention because he swears by this show, but he didn't mention it. So, <laughs> The Boys. Oh, damn. I, yeah. Yeah. The I dark superhero <laughs> comedy yeah, drama. I'm, I'm holding my head, people, because I don't know how did I forget about The Boys. Um, I just knew it was going to be on his list. That's why I didn't mention it. Yeah. I just knew for sure. Um, some of the other shows too that um, I guess we failed to mention um, that we really like also um, Blue Bloods. If you have Paramount Plus, yeah, um, check Blue out Bloods, Blue Bloods. Um, the neighbor, the neighborhood, the neighborhood. Yes, super funny. Another show too, uh, Halo the series, really good, really, really, really good, and that's on uh, Paramount Plus. <sighs> oh. 1830 uh 1883 that's so good in yellowstone yeah 18 is that the spinoff yeah Yeah. freaking dope too oh and they brought back behind the music and um oh what about the other show with uh yo mtv mtv raps yeah they brought that back too yeah, they brought back uh, your own TV. So rap. we got a few weeks left of summer. We gave y'all a lot of good shows, a lot <laughs> of good homework to do. Um, shoot, even uh, Suits on Amazon Prime or Peacock. It's on either one. Mm-hmm. If you f- prefer to watch it without ads, um, go to Amazon Prime. Uh, but all the old USA shows, USA, you need to get it together because you have some really suits. Uh, Bird Notice, Psych, Monk, White Collar, yeah, Royal Pains, all great shows, all available on different streaming apps. So, yeah, and I guess we can get out of that or get out of here on that one. And then next episode, we haven't mentioned it on this episode because we are going to dedicate a bonus episode to that the whole Brittany Griner situation um she was sentenced to nine years in prison this past Thursday so join us on Wednesday as we deep dive into the Brittany Griner situation peace